0: Welcome back
1: to another episode of the Fusion Podcast. I'm Sam. Vicky, how are you doing? I'm good, thank you. I'm doing well. We've just spoken to Rondell, who is a student worker in Derby, and he also owns a non-alcoholic bar. So I'm just Mm. all kinds of mind blown right now. It was a really good conversation. You are in for a treat.
0: You really are. Um, mm. So yeah, Rondell Even uh, is, 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 is some of his mates have got their hands on a bar um, mm. in Central Derby and it's uh, serving alcohol-free drinks and mocktails.
1: Very good. Uh,
0: and um, we, we spend the time, Vicky, chatting about uh, the kind of part behind it and the value um, in spending time away from alcohol as we engage with university culture. So there's some interesting stats that are going to be in um, yeah. the podcast as well that give you an idea of, uh, what university students themselves think of alcohol at uni and um, it might not be what you expect so if you're kind of maybe in the first year of uni or about to go to university this is definitely what you're going to want to listen to
1: mm-hmm. yeah it's really good and also I'm very excited about this if you keep watching all the way to the end or listening whatever device you're on you'll have a discount code to order from Yada online so I'm not saying what that discount card is, just account code is but if you wait until the end you will be able to use that
0: so yeah you've got to listen the whole way through and then there's a little special treat from our friends at yarda at the end let's take it away
2: right so we're joined now by ronda help uh, ronda introduce yourself to us hi yeah I, i'm ronda i'm from derby i'm one of the student workers here at reach derby as well um, Full-time I work at the university as a sports development officer. Uh, but also why I'm here today is to talk about the Yada Collective, which is one of I'm one of the co-founders of.
0: We had a long conversation about how to pronounce Yada. Yes. Um, <laughs> be Yarda or Yada or Yada, but we'll go on with Yada. Um, do you want to tell us about the name? That's, that's probably a good place to start, isn't it? Actually, yeah. we start um, with the name. What is what is Yada? Is a kind of word, and then we'll unpack
2: what it means for what you're doing yeah so in Hebrew it actually uh, says so Hebrew word it means to know um, and like all Hebrew words there's a little bit of a deeper meaning behind it it's used in several different places um, but the actual just the root stance of it is, is just to know and um, why we picked it um, we thought well basically we're, we're running an alcohol-free bar is the is the quickest way of saying it um, and what we've kind of how we got there was just kind of saying well actually we want to have real communicate real relationships real community and um, something that wasn't surface level which is a lot of what the nighttime economy is mm. um, and without the uh influence of alcohol you can build those deep relationships about truly knowing each other and then obviously from our side as a um, as a bunch of guys who believe in jesus we said um, part of what we're trying to do is for people to to know each other properly, know, know each other properly, and then also from our side to to know God and how that is reflected in what we what we do. So uh, to know that whole you know deeper meaningful relationships and community um, was kind of where it was born from. Really,
0: wow. mm. love that. So three guys then have ended up with a bar, an alcohol-free bar in Central Derby. How
2: does that happen? <laughs> with a lot with a lot of intervention from god um so <laughs> i think i'm mean, a bit of luck as well so yeah so basically me and one of the best friends craig um so we both went to derby university uh, graduated at the same time and um, we were opposite ends i guess um, in terms of the nightlife so craig was the president of the christian union i was the president of rugby so i was the one on the night out he was the one giving the water. Um, so we but I, I obviously I still went to see you for mainly first and second year, a little bit of third year as well. Um yeah, we were obviously good good friends. Um I was best man at his wedding and all that sort of stuff. Um but basically after we'd graduated, um, we were the type of students who loved blue sky thinking. We used to when we used to go to the fusion um before they were conferences, what were they called? We went to like trent vineyard and did like weekends there we like slept in the church and,
0: cool. stuff.
2: and they were like what was before the conferences mm. and we used to do like planning days and um all that sort of stuff and we loved the blue sky thinking and i think through that we'd um come up with a load of different ideas that we really want to do but as students you can't really do them all um and as we <clears throat> as we graduated we were like what so a lot of the stuff we were talking about was in the nighttime economy um mm-hmm. what we started asking questions around that we started thinking actually i can't bring some of my friends to church but i can take them on a night out. um what what is in the middle that exists um that's a bit more you know it encourages conversations it encourages community it gives you a space to um chat properly i guess and it's really hard talking in a club i
0: yeah
2: Mm. a lot of shouting a lot of mishearing um but yeah we were thinking what was in the middle um and at that exact time and this is why i say um kind of god was definitely weaving some things in um as we were talking about this um the new ceo of derby city mission which is a christian charity here in the city um they work with the vulnerable of our city so they do the homeless shelters um over the winter they do debt relief advice um They also run the street pastors over here. Um, They just got a new CEO and one of his um, questions when he was interviewing for the job was, do you guys do anything in the nighttime economy? So it it literally just met in the middle. Um, We ended up meeting, we ended up talking and um, we decided to create this and we ran alcohol-free nights um, for two, three years. Um, And then just before we went into lockdown, we were offered a building um <laughs> and we were like oh i think we can i think we can do this so we've we've come away from the charity and um, we've created our own community interest company that's a not-for-profit mm-hmm. um and yeah we're we're going to be giving this a go so we're just fixing up the building now and um, i was just there this morning it's looking good and yeah we're hoping to open june time is uh, <laughs> june time uh, restrictions allowing um yeah once once people can gather in a little bit more than sixes uh, it makes it a bit easier for us so
1: yeah mm. that's correct that's so cool i love that and that's such good creativity and ingenuity and um you've kind of talked about this a little bit with your vision at the start what is your biggest hope and dream for yada once well, it's up and running
2: um i hope there was more than one <laughs> it's it's I quite know. it's quite interesting because like Like I said, we're we're quite blue sky thinkers, um, very ambitious. So we'd love there to be like a yarder in every city. Um, Wouldn't that be, it'd be crazy. It'd be be pretty amazing as well. So yeah, and part of the idea is that we, when we started off with the charity, um, we recognised that actually we could be supporting communities and the disenfranchised and um, the marginalised as well at the same time. So that's why we made it. for profit and we're going to be using it as a venue that we can then kind of I guess speak life into the city but partnering up with different charities who you actually do the um the important work uh, is the mm. best way to say it. Yeah. Um, but yeah hopefully if we can create more elsewhere um obviously Derby's got to go well first and yeah. and yeah we can be part of different cities and support the local communities and wherever they are. Nice. Yeah. I want to
0: um I want to insert you now, Rondell. Okay. Jump ahead to September All right? Um and I want you to imagine that you're walking through the doors of Yada on yeah. a night. We, we're talking we're, we're talking freshers week, yeah. Okay. So we're talking freshers week. You walk through the doors of Yada. what do you find?
2: Oh. That's, that's a good question. Um hopefully it's full. <laughs> um I I wanna I think during Freshers' Week, we want to um, provide a space where people can, especially in Freshers' Week, where all your um, attention is based on meeting people and meeting people f- rapidly. Um, it's such a, a difficult time. Um, I'm just thinking back to mine. Um, you just you just meet people in really random places and you're like best friends the next day it's a very strange it's a very strange period um so I think in September a place where you can come without the um the driver or influence of alcohol and um, where you can just build build some decent friendships and meet people and feel like you're in a safe space um because yeah it's it's a the nighttime economy is a very odd um space really it's, it's it can be quite um it can be amazing I'm not gonna kind um, of Put any down on that but it also can be quite scary and quite a, a dangerous mm-hmm. space um mm-hmm. which people don't talk about as much um yeah. so yeah we want to create a safe space where people can come and meet um and yeah if you're not the sort of person who wants to get absolutely hammered during freshers week and not remember the week then we'll be the space for you. Yeah
1: I'll always remember
2: I'm sorry, you go.
1: Just can I was gonna say I think we're both going to share a story but I remember my my uh, <laughs> freshers week I think I'd been there like a week and I was it was a second church service I'd gone to, but of of the same church. And um, our sheet worker at the time said, oh, you know, how are you finding Freshers' Week and that kind of stuff? And I said, oh, it's it's good. But unless you know the city, unless you kind of have found your pool of people, there's not really much to do other than to go out and drink loads. And that just wasn't something that I was interested in. And um, it was a real struggle finding places that I could actually meet friends who were like minded and didn't necessarily want to go out and drink loads um, or just wanted to go out and have a really fun night, but like not be influenced by alcohol. Like it's, yeah. it was hard. So it's I definitely think take it back a few years to when I was a fresher. I would have loved
0: the it would have been yeah, so we, we would have done as well but i think from my point of view the thing that i'm remembering is that actually my mates would have done too so in my uh-huh. flat when i was in freshers um i uh we, we went pretty hard i think for like the first four or five nights you now you got the wristband and you're like i've got to get my money's worth yeah um, so you're there and you're like you're, you're going hard and, and you're and you get to I think it was like hey, thursday and we were all just knackered and we ended up just spending the night in the flat in like the communal hallway um, doing a, a Cliff Richard jigsaw puzzle um, wow. that we bought from a charity shop, which it turns out was missing like 10 pieces. Um, However, <laughs> so, we um, we we um we did that. And uh, I remember thinking, like, when you were talking about that, like, goodness, yeah. Like, if there had been a place where we could have said, we can just go and we can chill out in the evening. So I've seen some other stuff about it recently as well. It was like, why aren't cafes open? Like, mm. know, why aren't like, places like that? Because why is it always like pubs and and clubs and other things like that. Um, so yeah, I, I can just think off my mind. Like as much as the students maybe who are going to uni who do know Jesus would be like, yes, this would be a great place to go. Um, actually, I think other people who are just sort of worn down by the kind of night after nightness of being at university, particularly in Freshers Week.
2: Yeah, and that's uh, where we we right. wanted to be a place where where everyone can. So we've had a few people say, oh, who would actually? Yeah, you get the bigger drinkers who are like, what's the point? um yeah. you know, well actually there's there is a lot of point it. There. there's a lot of people that can't drink and um, whether it's medical reasons or my choice and um, there's like as you said people who've had a few hard nights and are like I can't do that again um because even if you do try it's not a great night and yeah. um, trying to get like a fourth fifth night in a row and um, I think I was close to going out every night and we had two weeks which was hard very yeah. long two weeks um but I like what you were saying Vicky about meeting like-minded people because like you think you're meeting like-minded people when you're going out and getting drunk but like you haven't actually met them properly yeah and you build relationships quite quickly it takes you a few weeks to go actually i don't really like them or mm. we have nothing in common how did that happen and um, so i found that i found that quite funny and um, like seeing who i was with for freshers fortnight for us and then like literally two weeks down the line going like yeah I literally I have no classes with you I've never seen you again yeah it's, it's a very odd time um but yeah
1: really, yeah it is a really interesting time and you you've touched on this a bit already but you're going to expand on what difference do you think it would make to students um yes in their freshers week but all year round what yeah. difference do you think it would make to them if they could kind of go dry or have those alcohol free nights even if it's just like once a week or once a month um what difference do you think it would make to their lives
2: yeah i think there's it's, it's interesting having like every now and again a bit of a reset um,
1: mm-hmm.
2: we've seen we see a lot of people do like i think it's sober october and dry january there's now like a sober spring um, which I didn't know about until recently um, but I think people are looking at doing like smaller like reset times um, in terms of like health benefits there's obviously quite a lot in terms of like in better mental health and increasing your sleep pattern or uh, well, better quality sleep anyway mm. um, healthier skin there's, there's a lot of a lot of those types of things and just general um, reduced risk of a number of diseases I was I was looking at it the other day and I was like that's just quite a lot so mm. um, do do have a look if you have time to do you see the general benefits um or oh, just as a disclaimer I do still drink and wanted to make sure that I was clear about that um I don't drink anywhere near as much as I do used to sorry um but yeah and obviously the alcohol free drinks I've actually found ones I really like so I'm kind of mm. moderating as, as people would would say um, yeah. I think from from our perspective and a lot of what and um, sorry I'll, I'll take take it back to one of the other stories um mm. during when I was a student we were on a night out and um I turned to one of my friends and I was like oh yeah why, why don't we go dance and they're like oh I've not I've not had enough to drink yet and I was mm-hmm. like that feels like quite a and I was like oh are you ho- are you holding on to that more than I thought you were um, and then I, I started to have similar conversations with other people. just like, oh, I couldn't go talk to that person without having a few drinks. Or I couldn't, couldn't do this or I couldn't do that. And it's like how, I don't think people realise how much of a leniency they have on it
1: sometimes.
2: Mm. Um, and that's what I think when I started to ask a few questions. Like, well, I come out and drink with you guys because I'm enjoying time with you. But actually, I, I don't need to drink. Yeah. Um, so there's, I had a little bit of a concern there. And And yeah, I think that I think that's probably when I first started asking what, what? What could it look like if if you had a bunch of sober people in this room right now, what, what would that look like? And, yeah and yeah yeah
0: Well, I mean like, but it's interesting as well because the, the evidence supports that story wrong now. So we um, spend a lot of time at fusion training people, or training people, um, kind of preparing young people for university. Um, yeah. so in the summer before they go, um, we'd like to spend some time with them and when we did this last year we were kind of delivering a few sessions to them um i was in charge of the culture section and it always begin with um you'd ask them to put uh, we're on zoom so we said put the first word in the chat that pops into your head when i use the phrase university culture and every time it's like bring parties alcohol um yeah. and and as you'd expect and so um, With a little bit more d- digging into this to see what was going on, we found the results of a, a, a an NUS survey, National Union of Students, um, and we found that 79% of students um, felt like alcohol was a very important part of university culture. Um, but we also found that 78% of students, only 1% less, didn't think they needed to get drunk to have a good night. Mm.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, and that, that percentage has grown as well over the last few yeah. years. Um they're talking about this this upcoming generation drinking less in general. I think our generation as well drink less than the the older generations. Um they're still, yeah. they're still quite a bit of binge drinking though, which is probably where the other that 79% come from. Yeah. They're still, even though they, they don't do. think that they need it, they're still or even though they're drinking less, sorry, they're they're drinking high quantities when they when they do. Um, yeah. Yeah, just quite an interesting um, development, actually.
1: Definitely, yeah, well, I'd love to share a, a quick story that comes to mind of me and my uni days. So I've got been out of uni four years now. So I'm saying that to show that I have grown since. <laughs> <laughs> but I also feel this is quite a funny story. So and maybe relatable to some. So we we did um, my second year of uni. We did like a club mission night it was from inside the club and so we hired a bunch of booths and things like that and then if anybody was like wanted to have a chat and they could come to the booth and have a chat it was a good idea in in theory the problem was I was a second year university student who hadn't actually learned their limits with drink and I um, remember this, this girl talking to me and she was asking so many good questions about faith and I couldn't piece my, There were really difficult conversations, difficult questions. I couldn't piece my answers together. And it wasn't that I was like, you know, had drunk way too much, but even just like a few drinks as I was learning my limits, I was like, I actually can't give this girl an answer. And I think it was from that night onwards that I realized I'm never gonna get myself in a situation where if someone wants to know about Jesus, I'm the reason that they're not going to know and I don't I just found that so challenging at the time where I was like I, I could share this with you this could be an opportunity for you to hear and I've done things that have created barriers for myself to sharing so for me that was a huge kind of um, I felt really convicted around not not drinking because that same as you Rundell like I'll still have a drink but knowing my limits and being able to always be open to sharing the gospel um in whatever circumstance. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So I think it's Yeah, yeah, carry on, Ronda. I was just gonna say, like I I would say probably every Christian student has had that in mm. in some form. It, it might not be um alcohol, but in terms of like just being in a situation where like they just weren't because of whatever you no, know, yeah. they, they were like, I just can't piece together I, I, did, I had something similar where um, it was in the, um, the toilets of the the men's uh, men's toilets of the nightclub um, and I was chatting to someone about, about faith and all of a sudden there were like five people around granted we were actually next to the sink so I'm assuming other people just wanted the sink um, but like I spent a good 10-15 minutes just chatting to a group of people um, but then I never was able to follow it up because I was a bit drunk. They were a bit drunk. It just kind of disappeared. Mm. Oh man! Like I spent all that time, but you know, I guess no, nothing's wasted in in that sense. But I think a lot of people probably have a a similar story to that where they had the chance. But then on the flip side, I had, I think, I had a very opposite reaction to being consistently out with the rugby guys, Mm. Um, because then like on my stag do they played a drinking game um I won't go into the full details but we played a drinking game on, on the stag on my stag do and actually they used uh, one of my friends has, had used the biblical stories to because they knew I was Christian so they used the biblical stories to make um this drinking game which I thought was brilliant and they'd had uh, a few rules where I was just like you guys have listened to me uh yeah. over these years you've had you've actually paid attention i've not just been saying a load of random stuff and um, so i think there is a bit around like consistency and staying with people and because um, yes i'm talking we're talking about not being in a drinking environment but actually there are some benefits there and there are and um, people that you're called into community with as well so i do, I do want to mention that just in case like yeah. people because uh, you get i guess the opposite side where people are never going out and hmm. you know, be strong in my faith and i'm not meeting and, and at that point they're i guess cutting off um a load of people that they could be meeting and talking to and witnessing to so I love there that. are two sides i love, sides.
0: Answering, that. I love yeah. answering that question i feel like i always get it from mums the people who are about to go to university You one of them at like a festival like spring harvest or what would have been sole survivor to so be there on the stand and we get mums of people who people about to go to university coming up to us and asking us questions and one of the ones that asked would always be should i little angel be in the nightclub um <laughs> to which the, the short answer is yes um yeah. but obviously they'll know themselves you know better than i will um you know what will be helpful for them and what might not be helpful for them yeah uh, but the short answer is always yes because you can you can get in that club and you can get your twinkle toes on for jesus mm. um i certainly enjoyed that um yeah. so i wanted to ask Rondell. uh what are your students like? Say, at reach Derby. They they come to you and they say, "Hey, I really want to invite my flat, or I want to invite my my sports team, whoever it is, uh, for like a night of like rye. You know, a night of no alcohol at yada Um, how would you sort of encourage them, and how would you uh, advise them to start approaching it?
2: Yeah, I think um, there's something about having a drink in your hand. So, I think. What we've found, especially in the last, I'd say the last year, um, is that the alcohol free drinks industry has rapidly taken off um, and they're good. Which is when we first started in 2017, when we were doing like alcohol free lights, we were just like making stuff up and uh, they were okay, um, but our cocktail making wasn't great back then um we had a load of people who were just coming to support us which is really good but also we were starting to engage with some people outside of that which was which was really good um but yeah do do you have a look now um at some alcohol free options because there, there is something about um eating together drinking together um and participating in that side of it because um yeah there's just there's for some reason there's something about i guess it's, it might be safety i don't know mm-hmm. sometimes you feel you feel a little safer just Having something in your hand. Um, So first I'd say definitely look at some options. Like don't just remove the alcohol and not really replace it with anything. Like foods obviously is is the number one go-to. But we do have alcohol free options on our website if people want to try them out, test them out. But yeah, there's loads now, so that's great. Um, What else would I say? Um what else would we say? Is it I'm assuming this is just just an alcohol free line
0: yeah yeah well I'm, I'm guessing like that the student is going to expect a response of why don't we just go to a normal pub or a normal bar
2: how yeah. would you
0: encourage them to answer that
2: yeah i think um i guess you could depends which re- you could go down the health benefits side of i just want a night half or um i'm being dry for a, a month or um i think it's not i don't think it's that difficult anymore um mm. because I guess people especially now we're starting to be released from lockdown um people just want to do stuff yeah um people just want to meet up again so yeah i think the i guess the answers would be yes around the health benefits one is like uh, i don't really feel like um, drinking right now and um, and then two just be like well actually there's different ways of doing things and and um, why don't you try it why don't you try it is always a good like just give it a go if you don't like it we'll we'll move on um but I think I guess it's it's quite interesting because I think vegetarians get the same sort of
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> vegetarians vegans um those with lactose and tires. those those were just any dietary requirements there's there's always that awkward conversation of oh actually could you could we go here or because uh, they've got a better option for me and, and stuff like that so um yeah I think I haven't had a hard time convincing any of my friends, even some of the, mm. the guys I used to play rugby with. And um, one of my one of my best friends, who actually made the drinking game up at um, on my stag do, he's moved down south now, um, and we're supporting him with his his new podcast. And he's just tried a few of the alcohol free drinks, and he was quite impressed. So I think that first taste is always a, um, in a always an important one. So yeah, trying things out.
1: And sometimes what I found is is when you, um, similar kind of thing to when you go for a coffee shop, I love going to coffee shops, but there are only really so many orders of coffee you can make, you can't just keep ordering coffee, you won't be very well. And I think it's the same for if you go on a night out to a bar, there's only so many drinks you could actually order before you stop enjoying them. And I think the beauty of Yada is like, you could go, you could spend such a long time there and try a load of different things and you could just keep going. And I think that's like, it, that would be such a fun connection point for students to not be like, Oh, we've got to get home now. Cause they've had too much or, or yeah. whatever it is. You could just keep ordering all the fun drinks. And I, I love that idea. That's really cool. Yeah,
2: We're also trying to figure out how we, um, Where where we sit on obviously it's going to be an alcohol free space, but (laughs) if someone wants to come and sober up, that's that's a conversation we're still trying to have at the
1: moment.
2: We could be a good space, and um, we're going to aim to talk to, uh, well, we're going to talk to the street pastors just to see if there's anything we can help out there because now we have a permanent space, and I think that's what one of the things that we were thinking when we first started was that the street pastors are doing a really good job but a lot of it is cleaning up the mess. And a lot of it is like picking people up and getting in taxis and it's like, if we had, hopefully when we um, have a bigger space as well, we'd be able to have a little bit of a relationship with them to find um, basically a place of safety to- Mm. Yeah. Especially because it's raining. Um, Yeah, that's good. Get some flip-flops and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, that's
0: good. I've already asked you then, what would you say to a student? Mm. Mm what would you say now then to a student worker who's going to be listening to this in another part of the country and they're thinking oh my gosh yes I can see exactly where in my city in my town we have a need for something like
2: Yarder what would you say to them um first get in touch because we we really want to um kind of help people do do similar things like this and where should they email uh Rondell so my name R-H-O-N-D-E-L-L and then at yardercollective.co.uk um, y A D A C O. Oh, spelling. Double L E C T I V E. But yeah, we, we do get in touch, and part of it's just find some people who are interested and just get going. Um, mm. We we did this um, for a bit. We did like so like sober, um, alcohol-free nights meetups um, at like a local coffee shop. So we did that for a bit. Um, we then hired a building for a little bit of time just to, we did like a party vibe. Um, but I think, you know, pe- people are looking for something a little bit different and um, to try something new and to socialize. Like I said, there isn't really any other option, which is one of the bigger bigger reasons why we wanted to do it. Because there was just no option if you didn't want to drink to go somewhere else.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, so yeah, get in touch. Uh, you could be our second location that'd be amazing mm-hmm. um, but yeah definitely look at stuff just starting off um with a few of your students um, we did it when we originally started it was mainly our young adults group from church and a couple of other churches as well started to kind of just kind of gather and and, and do some stuff together so um yeah it might just start off like that but it's definitely a space where um there's opportunity to reach um, the rest of the community um, especially for students i think there's mm-hmm. going to be a lot of students now who who just don't drink and they're not interested in freshers at all and um, mm-hmm. we we've started to pick up on that and um, in derby just a few people who were like well i think we met some guys at church and we're like oh how's Freshers Week? we they're like we've we've just stayed in our flat right i think that's i think that might become a little bit more commonplace i think it's yeah um yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see how, how things go. And I'd, I'd love to hear from any student work who's interested in
0: doing something. Yeah, well, I, I, you've done a great job, on that of communicating the value, I think, um, mm. in establishing something like Yoda. So hopefully um, there will be student workers who are listening to this thinking, yes, back to be me. When um, yeah. he starts to set up a, uh, an alcohol-free alternative um, to the town or city's nightlife. So, um,
2: Rhonda, is there anything else that you want to make people aware of with Yada, um oh not sure so yeah we're we're planning on opening in june Um, follow us on social media just at Yada collective and um, try some drinks out buy some on the website
1: mm-hmm.
2: ronda what's good what's good. good
1: what's your favorite
2: what's my uh lucky saint is actually my favorite um
1: what's that uh it's a lager uh right. alcohol
2: free lager it's very good. Um, they've actually started putting it on tap in some of the pubs down in London as well. Okay. Um, that's my favourite. I might get a message later being like, "Why didn't you mention us?" So uh, I'll, I'll stick with that one for now. Um, <laughs> yeah, there are there are some really good ones. Um, interestingly, quite a few have like um, like Christian-esque naming. So like Lucky Saint, they've got a, they've got the verse about um, uh, you know, don't drink a lot wine um uh, etc so that they've they've there's an interesting like christianesque um i guess marketing ploy in yeah. in, in a lot of uh, in a lot of the drinks i know there's a there's actually a, a brewery called northern monk who
1: mm-hmm.
2: are an alcohol brewery but actually they've got a few um alcohol free options and they've got like uh the pilgrimage and all that sort of stuff so that's quite interesting that's uh, cool. but yeah my favorite is lucky saint so,
0: definitely. Um, you, you know, you mentioned Lucky Saint, Rondell. Um, this entire time that we've been um, talking, I've been realizing that um, where you're sat in your house right now, um, you've got some of your very lovely wife's artwork behind you. Yes, I do. And um, that one there, the way that it's been like around your head makes it oh, look yeah. like you're some kind of saint <laughs> in, a, in a stained glass window. Hey. So, it's a really good position. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What a scene. Um, thank you so much for coming on, Rhonda. It'd be great to finish in prayer, Um if you could pray for uh, people who are listening to this, people who are going to be coming to university in Derby over the next um, uh, over the next few years, and they start to think about, um, you know, what could be some uh, other alternatives to nightlife, but then also students around the country as well, as they also start to uh, consider the value of um, encouraging their mates to, to take nights off alcohol. You pray for us. Yeah.
2: yeah Yeah, heavenly father we just thank you uh, for this time to talk about this project and we just thank you that um yeah we've been given a chance to yeah just share um something that a lot of people find quite odd um we just ask that you embolden and encourage uh, some of the student workers listening to this that they can try it might not be an alcohol-free night but it could be something totally Countercultural cultural um, in their city and totally um, mind-boggling to the students that they serve. Um, yeah, Lord, we just pray for just some of the students who are prepping for uni culture. Um, may those who are a bit uncertain about the, the drinking culture be um, emboldened to find you know, like-minded people who are um, all about building authentic relationship. Um, And Lord, we just pray for those who do find themselves in the uh, drinking culture, that they are an amazing light in those places. Um, A place where they can demonstrate your love uh, in every single way. And then, uh, yeah, just thank you for these guys as well. Thank you for Fusion and all that they do. um, And for sharing stories and resourcing student workers and churches uh, to reach the students of this nation. Amen. 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 Thank you so much,
0: Rondell, uh, for nice. joining us today. It's been a joy to have you. It's terrifically exciting.
2: Uh, Ooh, but we will keep. I've just about. remembered. Oh. Um, I've been messaged, so I've, I've almost forgotten. If you type in Fusion Five, if you are going to buy any of our coffee drinks on our website, Fusion Five, you get five percent off.
1: Hey, um, <laughs> I to almost to forgot go? Oh,
2: I've
1: always okay. got
0: a code. That's unbelievable. Fusion Five at checkout. Does this
1: Sam, I have a question. Does this make us influencers?
2: Uh, yes, it does. Um, wow. we, yeah. we can also make that happen, but we'll can talk
1: about it later. <laughs> we love that. Well,
2: do oh, go thank and you check it out. You go and check your Collective out, it is well worth it.
0: Um, if not least for some lovely photos of Rondell. Um, on the <laughs> website. Uh, so apart from Rondell, um, and me and Vicky will see the rest of you next time on the Fusion Podcast.